Welcome back, guys, to the Dump Off Podcast. We got a full crew today. First time in a while. Uh, and we have a lot to talk about. We got uh, the Week 9 slate to preview. Uh, we had the trade deadline in the NFL pass. And we had some uh, not-so-great off-the-field news also. So, yeah, a lot to get to. Um, how are you guys doing? Haven't seen you guys in a while. Doing Fantastic. Well. <laughs> Wow. Just no one said anything. <laughs> Fuck you guys. You don't even care anyway. We just want KB to do a podcast by himself. Yeah, it's like a live audience. It's just like no audience reactions though. Yeah. Horrible. How are we yeah, doing? Because you're not you, you're not funny, so we wouldn't laugh at your jokes. That's just except his trade proposals. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, a lot to get to. What do you guys want to talk about first? Um, well, do you guys want to touch on, like, the off-the-field news, or do you want to hit those as we get to the teams that they apply to? I guess we could do as they apply, because there's a lot. Yeah, I I kind of feel the same way, and we're probably going to end up talking about it anyway again once we get to those games. (laughs) Well, Um, all right, right. Aaron, just lead us into the first game, then. Well, actually, how about Mr. Chino leads us into the first game, considering I've got uh, Denver at Dallas. Confidence in your boys or no? Was Dak playing? Uh, I believe that is yet to be known, but it was he was trending towards playing. Man, Cooper Rush versus Teddy Bridgewater, just who we all signed up for. I mean, he was pretty close last week, so I'd imagine he's good cool. to go. From what I've saw, from what I've seen, it looks like he is playing, so that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, now this Broncos team, this Broncos defense, especially without Von Miller, this should open it up more for this Cowboys offense. So I want to see how that turns out. I want to look, see how, especially how Dak's looking with that calf injury. Um, I believe it was smart for them not to play him last week because you don't want to take a risk on that calf getting re just getting in- injury into some more and kudos to Cooper rush kept us in the game and ultimately won it for us. But I do believe that the Cowboys pull it out. This offense is electric. I want to see this defense, you know, I want to see improvement from last game because it was kind of shaky to me. So yeah, it was shaky. But I got starting caught. quarterback. No, that too. <laughs> I mean, that's it makes sense. It's kind of what I was getting at. I thought yeah. the defense played pretty well last week against Minnesota. Yeah, two turnovers you, held the, the passing game to one seventy seven. Did you say the defense was shaky? Yeah, just the secondary. Uh, oh, I thought that yeah. my comment doesn't apply. I thought you said the team as a whole, and I was like, well, no. you don't. I got Cooper. <laughs> I'm sorry. I should. Should I think have, you um, said it. Specified that. I, I apologize. I, I just wasn't listening proper, probably. But you know, apology not accepted. <laughs> I was just not caring to anything you said. <laughs> I was reading something. Um... You're gonna say? I thought you were gonna say <laughs> Are you gonna continue, Darren? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> what? He was talking. I just, I just asked him a question. You were gonna say something. What do you mean? Then you just stop. No, I wasn't. 
Y'all talking. You all right? I, you guys are bugging. Whatever. Fine. Uh, I'll talk. Uh, yeah, Dak is back. Didn't. Then he probably... <laughs> Gosh. Dilly's so disappointed. That was horrible. He, he probably... Uh, they probably kicked the shit out of this Denver team. I think they were lucky to get a win against Washington. And uh, this this offense is just too too high-powered, even though Denver's defense has looked pretty good. That's the way I see it anyway. And I, I agree with what I think it was Dilly that just kind of said it before. Their defense has impressed me a bit, independent of Trayvon Diggs and the interceptions and all that. The, the, the rest of Randy Gregory has been playing so well. And I believe, I don't think it'll be this week, but they should get Demarcus Lawrence back at some point soon. Yes, in the next couple weeks, maybe after the bye. Yes. Um, so, yeah, the Cowboys are Cowboys are for real. Also, fun fact, the last time the Milwaukee Bucks won an NBA championship, the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. The last time the Atlanta Braves won a World Series, the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. Both of those things have happened this year. So. Yeah, but what about when the lightning ones? What? I don't know. <laughs> Look, okay. I just have I, ha- I have the, the trend I have, okay? The Bucks win because they won last year too with the lightning. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about the trade for Denver? The Von Miller trade? From Denver's perspective, at least. They get a second and a third and they eat Von Miller's cash. So... Taryn kind of touched on thoughts? this um, at the trade deadline that Denver sitting at four and four. Um, obviously, they went three and zero to start against kind of shell teams, and so if you're kind of looking at them past beating teams that are zero and three, them being at four and four, willing to kind of write off the season. To me, like if you're going to get rid of Von Miller and start to get picks to restructure, you're kind of writing off the season and moving forward. Um, Taryn brought up a good point in the last episode of that. That kind of like you really need to be in a good position to self-evaluate your team and think that this is a good move for us uh, for the future. So to me, they're kind of throwing in the towel. And at this point, see what you have moving forward. Um, I'm curious. Do you guys think Teddy Bridgewater gets re-signed in Denver next year? Because no, if it's not. a if it's a bridge year, it's kind of we've discussed this before. It's a gross. Next year's gross for quarterbacks, as far as free agents and drafting. So I'm curious what I feel Denver's like it depends on. Are. I feel like it depends on what they end up doing in the draft. If you know the player that they scout, the player that they want drops to them, or if they make them move up. Well, they can't draft Otherwise, quarterbacks. We know that. I like them as a landing spot for Jameis Winston, also. I don't think he returns to the Saints with how he played. I think he looks to be worth more money, especially with a sub- suspect quarterback class. Um, Saints. God, I would love to, to get to play Jameis twice just to watch what Jameis does. <laughs> so I think there'll probably be something in that. Whether Whoever they bring in, if they don't draft someone, I, I doubt it'll be Teddy again. Not if he continues how he's playing right now. Uh, that being said, I think Dallas absolutely smokes Denver if Dak's in. I agree. I agree, Cooper I agree Rush, with that. What do you guys think? I still think they win with Cooper Rush, but it will be closer. They're probably still favored in this game, right? Even if it's Cooper Rush? Uh, uh, it's 10 currently, I would imagine it. 
<laughs> ten with Cooper Rush, three or four. T- <laughs> <laughs> if if that's ten with Cooper Rush and they get Dak clear, this is gonna be a fucking seventeen and a half point spread. <laughs> also, we get we get Michael Gallup back, so I record three wide receivers are fully back together. Cedric Wilson has stepped in, and he's been playing pretty good, filling in for Gallup's role. That's gonna be when you have Amari and CD. You're just, you're gonna be fine either way. With how much Gallup success Wilson's had for them, I don't know if Gallup's gonna get plugged right back in and take those snaps away. Wilson's had a few games where he's had these big plays for Dallas. I think he's kind of earned a little bit more of snaps. Yeah, Gallup is one of Press Prescott's favorite targets, so I think. Sure. Um, hopefully he, he he there's a seamless transition for for him when he gets in there. Hopefully, I'm wondering if they ever, uh, I was just if they talked quick. about trades. I'm pretty sure they did. For to like uh, to trade Michael Gallup. <laughs> yeah, like a, a Gallup or uh, a Cedric Wilson, maybe get an area of need. It's a good thing I brought that up on the trade deadline. <laughs> they could possibly <laughs> trade Michael Gallup. Oh, well, um, I think probably glad they didn't. Even though he's going to be coming back, you know it's. It's important to have that third guy and having Cedric Wilson there, having them both there. Like they're they're going for a Super Bowl this year. So, I think they you know, do have a third up. guy with um, Schultz. It seems like Dak really likes Dalton Schultz. That's true. He does look pretty good actually. Cowboys are fucking good, man. On offense, <laughs> the Cowboys are deep. So they are. Yes, they are. All right, we're all on on Dallas. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay. This next game, I find the spread interesting. Um, I've got Minnesota Vikings at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens at home, off a bye. Not even a touchdown favorite to the Minnesota Vikings, who just lost to Cooper Rush. It's interesting. It doesn't really make sense to me. To be honest, um, this is going to be a fresh Ravens team. Lamar is going to be fresh. Um, the receivers can get an, another week healthier. Their defense is healthier <clears throat> and is playing pretty well. Um, and this is a defense in the Vikings that just give up points constantly. They gave up. They didn't give up a lot to Cooper Rush. They gave up enough to lose and I think Kirk Cousins has a better game than he did on uh, Sunday night because he just doesn't perform in primetime apparently but I don't think it's going to be enough to beat this Baltimore team they've shown every week that they can score with anyone that they can score on anyone on any defense and yeah I don't the spread is I think it's six right now right Yep. yeah at home, Mike Zimmer is not a good coach for this, especially this time. John Harbaugh is a great coach. He knows what he's doing. He knows how to get his team going. So I like Baltimore in this game a lot. I think the biggest thing for me is you brought it up is Harbaugh got an extra week to plan for this game, which is even scarier to think about. Um, the Vikings currently have the 25th ranked run defense, giving up over 125 yards a game. 
which I'm sure Baltimore will probably hit over that average. Um, Harbaugh is very good at game planning, and they're going to know that they're pretty soft against the run, so it's going to be a very classic Baltimore Ravens game. Um, six points at home. It's kind of crazy to me that I'm unless we're missing something about the Vikings offense, um, I'm a little shocked here. Um, I think the Ravens cover and win this pretty easily. Um, especially it seems like week after week, Lamar Jackson's taking a few more strides to become a better passer. Um, and we'll get, um, another week with, um, Oh my goodness. Uh, Rashad Bateman kind of coming into fruition after the, so he had two weeks and then the bye week. So, yeah, I like the Ravens here. Same. And I think you tweeted this, Taryn. The, the Ravens had just an amazing bye week. Like, you couldn't have asked for a better bye week yeah. given that the Browns had lost to Pittsburgh and the Bengals dropped one of the Jets. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've been telling you guys, the Vikings are – they're not a good team. And when primetime shows, it, it they show their true colors. So we never said they were a good team. We just told you that they were better than the Bears, which I still agree. Same thing. (laughs) (laughs) Which I still, I still, I still think the Vikings are better than the Bears. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I guess they're not mutually exclusive. So you're also right. Bad teams can be better than the Bears, and typically are. So (laughs) Uh, I'm with you guys on the Ravens winning for sure. The line is like it seems so tempting, which is why I brought up in the beginning. The only thing that spooks me is that it's the Vikings. And they, as I've been saying all year, do not play normal football games. They're one of the teams that play up to their competition and down to their competition. Uh, I think that's part and parcel for how Mike Zimmer plays the game. Uh, so it, you know, it's a little scary. Still got to think about Thielen and um, Jefferson. Ravens don't have a great defense either. So, but that that being said, I still I still like them to win off a of bye. There's just so many things going their direction right now. Yeah, um, we'll just keep it short. Um, I got the Ravens win here. Lamar has been impressing me a lot this season. Um, we've all I think me and Taryn been always saying we've been judging Lamar as a quarterback, but this year he's certainly improved. He's shown taking greater strides, as Dilly said. So, I got the Ravens here, and I got them covering. Cool. Yeah, real right. quick, Taryn, I I understand what you're saying about the Vikings being weird, but there's not many. The Vikings aren't going up against a lot of top three head coaches in the league, so if there's any coach that's going to be able to counteract weirdness, it would be Harbaugh. Yeah, that's fair. It's a good point. It it does make me feel better that it's that it's Harbaugh that that coaching advantage. Yeah, that that coaching advantage is something I didn't really take into account too heavily. So that's a, that's a really I good saw, point. I saw it against the Chargers. <laughs> uh, okay. So now we have the Las Vegas Raiders at the New York Giants. Here we go. Oh, S- man. Story of this game obviously really isn't what's happening on the field. It's who is not going to be there. Henry Ruggs. Uh, I don't care about getting political here my take is that he's a piece of shit so you know i hope they throw the book at him even though i doubt that's what's gonna happen because he's an athlete with a bunch of money and 
it's uh, it's a shame. The those sad stories that are completely avoidable are always the worst because it just didn't have to be that way. I completely agree. Like, but even though you said he's an athlete with a bunch of money, he has enough money to order himself an Uber from wherever he was. Oh yeah, an Uber, Lyft, whatever the fuck he wanted. Could have called someone. I'm sure he has someone who would have picked him up. Bro, it's Henry fucking going... Ruggs. He could have been like, "Hey, I'm Henry Ruggs. Can I?" You guys, you guys know the NFL offers a service to pick up drunk athletes, right? You there is a number in the NFL that. that offers if any player is drunk, they can call a line and they will be picked up. Every NFL okay. team offers this, which I did not know. That's why I'm even more mad that. Like, come on. <laughs> that makes it way worse. Yes. Yeah. I don't think it was a... Th- uh, this is going to... I don't want this to come off the wrong way. I don't think it was a negligence thing by Ruggs just being like, oh, I'm fine, whatever. Because of, like, the speed and everything, he just wanted to... He was just drunk. He thought he was invincible. He, he wanted to go, he he wanted to go speed racing. He's yeah. like, I'm going to go whip whip my nice-ass car around. That's all it was. Which Unfortunately, he's a kid worse. that made a really dumb decision that's going to ruin his life and others involved. Um, even though he fucked up badly, I hope he does figure out a way to get his life together and that this doesn't, you know... I don't want his life to be done, even though he made a giant mistake. I hope at some point he can figure this all out after who knows how long the chargers are going to be i mean today they found a fucking loaded gun in his car which is going to be even more time added on um and thoughts and prayers to the people affected fuck him yep and i agree so that being said uh the henry ruggsless raiders i don't know about you guys i personally still like them in this game the giants stink and he brought a an important element in terms of stretching the field. But we've seen them hit big plays to other plays before, way back, uh, was it like week two or three or whenever, when Brian they beat Edwards. the Ravens. Yep, Brian Edwards has had big plays. Zay Jones caught the game winner against Baltimore, uh, that deep shot. So he can be replaced. And I, I think the offense is good enough to still overcome the Giants on the road. How about y'all? They get uh, Darren Waller back, too. So, well, let's hope that he plays this week. They they also won the game right after the whole John Gruden thing happened. Um, yep. This Raiders team is going to have the greatest 30 for 30 ever when it's all said and done on this team this year, especially if they win a Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> all jokes aside, I still like the Raiders here, um, mainly because I still like Derek Carr and the talent that he brings. Um, and the the Giants just always seem to find a way to fuck things up, man. I don't know. Everyone's what it got is. fucking COVID on that team. Yeah, they have so many players out with COVID. They have well, not only that, they have seventeen receivers that are all hurt every single game. Every single game, those receivers die on the field. Um, so I do like the Raiders here, and I actually I like them to cover. I think it's a high powered offense that the Giants aren't going to be able to cover. What's this line set at? Minus three? Uh, three. Oh, boy. Three. Yeah. Raiders and minus three. Fucking kill me. <laughs> I've taken them twice. <laughs> they're not at home. They're in New York. I mean, let's not forget, even with all this turmoil, they're, they're quietly five and two in the top AFC. Or, like, the, one of the top two teams. And it, it sucks that the Raiders, with all the momentum they've been trying to build, 
with all this to happen. Um, but I think that speaks to, I think Derek Carr is a leader, and then this coaching staff minus John Gruden to be able to keep this all together. It's been very impressive. Um, and I don't think anyone had the Raiders atop the AFC West after seven games. So um, the point with house Not money. Either. So. Yeah, really good point. Uh, they're a little bit forgotten about at times, it seems like, you know, and you, you bring up the record. Not only that, I am of the belief that they only lost to the bears because if I read the reports that in the building Gruden and everyone knew that that was all circulating and was going to come out probably weighing in on his mind. Um, I don't think he was thinking a whole lot about the game plan <laughs> uh, <laughs> considering he was probably well aware it was going to be his last, uh, last game there worried about other things that could have been playing a huge factor, but nonetheless, you're right. Still um, took the Matt Nagy approach that game. <laughs> this, this is a good football team. Give the Bears some goddamn credit. <laughs> yeah, you got to do something worth crediting um, first. <laughs> KB's like that meme. It's like, I'm fighting for my life. Give me the fucking help. <laughs> okay, so are we are we all on the Raiders? Uh, yeah. Win and cover, I think. Yeah. I think they cover. Nice. Okay. This next game. Atlanta Falcons and New Orleans Saints. Visual game. I want Bunch nothing of to do with here. this. I want nothing I no to do idea. with this game. Yeah. This is actually a big, big game, I think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Falcons. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch this with your stick, bro. <laughs> like the Saints, they're coming off that emotional win. Jameis, um, I think Taysom Hill. Are they having him start? I think that's what I'm seeing. I think so, yeah. yeah. He's on track to start. Um, so it's important that Sean Payton dials up a nice scheme for him. Uh, I did like what Trevor Simeon brought to the table, so I don't know why. Maybe they're just doing like a, a split time. We'll see what Sean Payton does. Um, he's pretty creative on the offensive end. Um, and the Falcons, they let one drop against a beatable Panthers team, and they were really, I think, riding momentum. And just to have that derailed, the Falcons do Falcon shit. Almost like it um, isn't real. Yeah. So... <laughs> Right, so it's still Kyle Pitt season. That guy's been on a tear. Um, yeah. yeah, the Saints are, no matter who the quarterback is, they're a good team. And then, obviously, the stuff that came out with uh, Slant Boy not playing. Got an A.J. Uh, Green situation on our hands there. Yeah. Very true. So who are you picking, KB? I'm picking the Saints here, and I think they cover. I'm with you on that. Um, this defense is still really good. Um, they're pretty much good everywhere, especially offense on that offensive line. I still think is really good. And Sean Payton is smart enough to get his running backs a lot of touches to get uh, Marcus Callaway open to scheme Taysom Hill in the game because you know he loves Taysom Hill for some reason. He's just he's in love with Taysom Hill. Yeah, they brought back Mark Ingram because they love him too. Um, but main the main factor for me here is their defense is actually really good. I really like their defensive line. Their secondary is pretty good. 
and the Falcons' defense is terrible. We say it every week because it's true. <laughs> They're really bad, and Taysom Hill can do some damage with his legs. So if you can't tackle him, then you're fucked. So I'm going with the Saints here. Hill the starter. He's on uh, track to play. He's on track to play. So he, they're saying he's a starter, but I think was he hurt last week? Is that why he didn't play? He had a concussion. He's he's been hurt for a while. But you know, if he's healthy, he champagne yeah. champagne's putting him in. Well, hundred fifty million dollar man, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, I'm with you guys, I like the Saints to win, but I am a little bit nervous about it, just because like Falcons are so falcony, and I get that, but the quarterback mismatch is Matt Ryan to Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon is uh, a, a doozy, shall we say. And that always spooks me off games like this when it's a huge, you know, disadvantage. That being said, I, you know, gun to my head, I'd probably still take New Orleans to win. Yeah, yeah. but what, what is the gap between Tom Brady and James Winston? Oh, my God. Nothing. They're the same person. Absolutely not. Um... James Winston's better. <laughs> I... I think if Coward Ridley was on the Falcons, I might take the Falcons in here. But after seeing them, Sean Payton's smart enough to probably draw this game playing up around Kyle Pitts and have to make Matt Ryan <laughs> try and get God know who else involved. Um, Mike Davis. Maybe. <laughs> Mike Davis season, baby. Maybe. I'm starting uh, him in fantasy, so I need it. Disrespect to my man, Cordero Patterson. I am picking the Saints. Pure, I will pick the Saints every week until they lose based off of Jameis Winston dancing on crutches with the torn ACL. <laughs> if there is a man bringing that much hype to his team, I will back him every – I would follow Jameis to the ends of the earth. You know what? Maybe I – you know what? I got to back my guy, actually. I changed my mind. Atlanta He's Falcons. Atlanta. They have the MVP, so – yeah, nice. I think that's the difference for me. Good to know. Saints yeah. are locked this week. <clears throat> yeah, I'm taking the Saints. Hey, they're not like the Chargers. defense a lot. No, but anytime you have a guy, and you know. <laughs> there is a lot of guys. Cool? Yeah, like Odell. Odell's your guy. Okay, but that doesn't mean I pick the Browns every week. <laughs> Zach Wilson's your guy. Probably. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Zach Wilson, OBJ, Cordella Patterson. Yes, those are my guys, KB. You have Damon Arnett. Congrats. I'll pick my guys <laughs> over yours. <laughs> <laughs> I would take Henry Ruggs. He just traded for Henry Ruggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, but I, I would rather have Dame, uh, Henry Ruggs and David Arnett. I'd rather have Henry Ruggs not play. <laughs> no, you would. I'd rather have. I would rather pay Henry Ruggs to be in jail than have David Arnett on my <laughs> roster. I would rather put uh, Cordero Patterson cool. at cornerback and have him try than play <laughs> oh, no. I like how your keywords rather, there were have him try. <laughs> I would like him <laughs> to try out a cornerback. <laughs> okay, so everyone on the Saints except me. Sweet. I'm Are just thinking of a, a corner wearing 84 and I want to throw up in my mouth. Wait, so, <laughs> so you have the, the Falcons out, right? Yeah, Cordero Patterson in fact, baby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. <laughs> Taryn knows something we don't. Well, what's your other guy? Cordell Patterson. Who's my other guy? Davis the Neck Mills. Uh, well, we'll get there, but that's actually the next game I have. Uh, Texas at Dolphins. Unfortunately, I believe Mr. Neck's going to be on the bench. Correct? Oh, is Tyrod so, yeah. starting? Tyrod season. Old Punk Lungs back? 
I thought Tyrod was on track to start. It hasn't been confirmed, but that was what I read in the beginning of the week. Yeah, but they also said that last week, so I don't know. That's true. I wonder if these lines are adjusted for all these questionable QBs who are playing, you know? To be honest, I personally would just roll out Davis Mills rather than Tyrod if I'm the Texans. I agree 100%. Really? You you don't want to try and win this game. No. And Tyrod gives you the chance to win this game. It's 100% why. And you also just drafted him. And you just drafted him in the third. And if you want to draft the quarterback this year, you got to evaluate them against Davis Mills. Whoever you want. Good point. Gino's got to take a shit. This, unfortunately, like, I. I'm with you, but that's just, it's one of those things that we talk about often where it's not how teams operate. You know what I mean? But it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. I agree. But they will continue to try to win. And, you know, that's just part of the NFL. But yeah, if, the, if the Texans actually want to win, they should probably start Deshaun Watson. That's just, you know, a hot they, take there. That's another good point, actually. They could definitely win if they started him, which he's eligible. <laughs> they can do it. Yeah. Hey, Deshaun, you want to start against season? Deshaun, you want to start against the team we were trying to trade? <laughs> at, at any point in the season, do they just say, you know what? Like, fuck it. Let's just give the fans something before the season ends. Just roll out Deshaun Watson. No. No, because <laughs> it's not that it's not it's not that they don't want to play him. It's Deshaun doesn't want to play for the Texans. Is that still the case? He still just refuses? Yeah. Yeah. So what does he do now? Like, are they when are they gonna trade this fool? Probably in the offseason. I don't know, once the twenty six charges get dropped or he joins in fucking Henry Ruggs in a prison cell. Oh, oh boy. Alright. Well, whether it's Tyrod or the Neck, I think Miami's the better football team. They will have the better quarterback. They are at home. They will have the better coach. If they don't win this game, I will not pick them again the rest of the year. They could play the Jags. What are they? One and seven? One and six? They've already lost to the Jags. I said without Trevor Lawrence. Oh. Well. I'd still pick the Jags. What um, are they? One and six? One and seven. And what are the Jags? A great team. One and seven. So this really is, I mean, like, this is two of the four teams is, in the number one overall pick race. This is the battle for the second pick. It's the battle for the second pick. Give me the I think Texans. the Lions have the that on Give me the Texans. You don't think the Jags can uh, get the first overall pick? They have one win, right? I forgot about them. <laughs> out of these three teams, the franchise. Jags are the worst team out of all of them. Just because of the coaching from the Jags. Oh, man. I think the Jags also, they should really want the first overall pick. They could trade Kayvon down Thibodeau? eventually. Fuck that. Trade down. Man, he's so good. If you're not taking a quarterback number one overall this year, and I love Kayvon Thibodeau, you trade down. If you can trade well, down like four he, spots, get another pick, get Aiden Hutchinson. Well, first off, if you, you're taking a quarterback first overall this year, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> this is, well, yeah, I guess. And, and honestly, to me, that means you should trade down regardless. Like Malik Willis is my QB1 right now, and he would probably be QB5 last year. Wow. Wow. I mean, yeah, okay. Anyway. Uh, you're picking the Texans, Dilly? To win? Yeah, the Dolphins have just let me down so many weeks in a row. 
Nah, man, it's Devontae Parker season. I mean, it's hard to fault you. They're both both one and seven. Yeah, (laughs) except I I don't think the Texans would be one and seven if Tyrod played the whole season. Granted, Tua missed some time. Um, But they've still lost every game with Tua. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying I can't fault you. They are both one and seven. I'm yeah. I'm acting like it's a clear cut, but they're if they're Tyrod plays, good. I like the Texans. But if he doesn't, I would like the Dolphins. Okay, but I think Tyrod's gonna play. I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm taking the Dolphins as well. I would just like Dilly the better Lonely. team. Chino, give him the oh. Texans. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna say that Chino took the Texans also. Yeah, that's probably um, his second favorite football team. Oh, let's third, move on sorry. This game. <laughs> Not third, yeah. with the Giants. Wait, no, the Giants are number one, my bad. They're, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never forget uh, Chino was pissed off that they re-signed Dak Prescott. <laughs> also, I, th- I think we just spent way too long talking about two one and seven teams playing each other. Well, Get excited about talking about another one and seven team because we got Buffalo at Jacksonville up next. Oh, this is. Can we just we say Buffalo and move on? Yeah, I mean, yeah. if anyone Whoa. picking Jacksonville here, you're. Uh... The Lions have 14 and a half. That's not That's enough. It? That's a not enough. <laughs> That's not... a little low. <laughs> if it was Let's 21 0, I would... if it was 21 points, I'd probably still take Buffalo to win this. They looked horrible in Seattle. Horrible. What is the what is the over under? Forty eight and a half, I think. All right, Buffalo scoring forty nine, so I'm gonna take them. <laughs> they score seven they're, touchdowns. They're getting at least seven <laughs> touchdowns. I do you guys see the um the two uh two consecutive penalties, twelve men on the field? Like, how can you even let that happen as an NFL? I don't. Team? One, is there one any was right after halftime. Is there uh, any no. world where they won? Uh, yes. The entire Buffalo team gets stuck in traffic so bad they can't move. Bro, you're so Canadian that instead of saying like the whole team dies, you're like they get stuck in really bad traffic. I was I was gonna say I was gonna say COVID, but then I thought that would be too soon. Seeing what's going on with the Giants. There's no traffic in Jacksonville, G. Come on. I mean are they going to no. But is is it out of the realm of possibility, absolutely not. I mean, we would have probably said the same thing. You're gonna Bengals say absolutely no. <laughs> Bengals and Jets, we would have said the same thing. You know, football is a weird game, man. It it happens. The team, yeah, the best team in the league and the worst team in the league. Tom Brady was gonna be playing in New York that week. The best team in football and the worst team in football are typically a lot closer than we would think, even though there's a gap there. It's you know they're they're still both professional football teams. Uh, at least that's what I think. Um, no, I think and, I think the Bills win like forty to three to be like, oh okay, yeah, they're good. <laughs> give me, give me Jags, twenty one and a half. Podcast bet. Podcast bet. I'll take that. I'll take that. All right, so you're laying twenty one and a half. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, right. I Let's am. Go. Let's go. Okay, I'm gonna mark that down. Um, been a while since we had a podcast bet. That's refreshing. Yeah, we we're gonna start making more bets. Yeah, seriously. Like every DFS, every DF- to three. Every DFS lineup needs at least one kind of Buffalo pass catcher in it, <laughs> or all of them. 
Uh, yeah, KB, if you're not playing Dawson Knox this week in fucking Dawson fantasy, Knox. what are you doing? Isn't he hurt still? He's hurt. Hurt Dawson Knox would probably still score touchdowns against this defense. Okay. I mean, uh, he's he trying to trade Dan him to Arnold. Him. The postman? What a beast. He's like Lawrence's Google. favorite target. Yeah, he is. Not that that means a whole lot, but, you know, whatever. Okay, we actually have a good game now. Uh, Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals. Oh. You laughing? That's not a good game to you? I was laughing at G saying, do we? I think it's a bounce back week for the Bengals. I think the Bengals kind of get their shit together and end up beating the Browns, especially with the fucking alleged Odell Beckham Jr. drama in the building, tearing this team apart from the inside. Um, OBJ's I, dad is, is, is doing it. <laughs> Yeah. Why, you, why do athletes' parents do this and think it helps anything? It doesn't at all. Um, I don't know until until I see a good week from Baker. I don't, I'm just I'm out on him for a little bit just from the injury. Um, I know it's a pain tolerance thing, but he's just kind of looked like shit. Nick Chubb coming back didn't look that great, um, and I just the Bengals. I, it just seems like a real good get right game for them. Rivalry game in Cincy. Give me the Bengals. Hmm. And Taryn, to to be fair, I was the second biggest Brown Baker Mayfield truther with you. Yeah. Uh, The one thing that concerns me is the Jets mauled the the Bengals' O-line, and the Browns' defensive line is really fucking good. That's one thing that concerns me. Um, their secondary is obviously still really good. Uh, I don't really know who I'm going to take here. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tough one. That's why I said we finally got a good game, probably. Hopefully it's good. Gotta watch something. How are the Bengals against the run? I'll look that up while you think about your next point. Well, they um, Michael just, Carter the they played so well. So one-dimensional, the Browns. To, until Donovan Peoples-Jones breaks out. Oh my God, their their leading receiver is David Njoku. He's good. Yeah, you're actually like he's bad. Jarvis bro. is supposed to play also. Jarvis played last week. Yeah, but I know, but he's still on the injury report, so I'm like, he's still supposed to play again. Yeah, and they Donald dropped a lot Jones of passes. I was watching that that game. Him and OBJ, they dropped a shit ton of passes, and I don't blame Baker at all. Yeah, Jarvis was going through it, man. He <laughs> had some drops, I believe, a fumble. Oh, if I'm eighth in run defense in the league, the Bengals are. They've given oh. up 755 rushing yards. The Browns are scoring 13 points. <laughs> Bengals win. <laughs> Fuck. I'm going to take Cleveland. I get it. I I get it. It's a big spot for the Bengals because they need to bounce back, but it's a big spot for the Browns, too, because they are dangerously close to floundering in a year where they had massive expectations. Huge. The, o- the OBJ stuff is kind of a 
it's noisy, I think, because he was useless anyway for them. So maybe if anything, if he was really a distraction, it'll be fine. And it, it does seem like a thing to happen where Baker lights it up as soon as OBJ is not on the team anymore. That just feels like it fits the narrative so perfectly. Yeah, oh, like that his, would make his dad sense. calling him out. His dad calling him out. <laughs> Baker's like, "Fuck you!" and just like goes off for four hundred yards. And if Baker wakes up and tweets, "Woke up feeling dangerous," give me the bear, the fucking Browns. But, <laughs> so he has until, to say that exact thing. Yes, yes. But yeah. until then, until then, I'm gonna take the Bengals this week. I like it. This is this is like the hardest winner for me to pick of the whole week. Um, so slightly into Browns, but really wouldn't be surprised either way. One of these Bengals wide receivers is gonna eat. <laughs> yeah. Jamar Chase. Most likely Jamar Chase. Yeah, most likely Jamar, Jamar Chase, but you know. Jamar yeah, Chase so. DFS. <laughs> Dilly All KB up. both on the Bengals, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And G, who did you pick? I'm still undecided. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Chino, how about you? While we give G a minute to think here about this Cleveland, or I mean, this Ohio battle. Um, oh, dude, I don't know. This you know the is last time there was a battle pick. in Ohio. I, I give a slight edge to Browns. So I feel like this is a bounce back game, especially if OBJ's not going to be in this whole game. Because this is where Baker lights it up. But I don't know. I just feel like Joe. Joey B can come out swinging here. The Browns Wait. put up 10 points last Wait. week. So you're picking the Browns, and you end it by saying that Joey B is going to come out swinging, as in Joe Burrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still feel like he's going to come out swinging, bro. Either I way. lost. Okay. No, Joe Barry. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Don't. Don't with me right now. <laughs> All right, G, have you come to break the tie? Which which team in Ohio is the podcast backing? Because you're the tiebreaker. Um, Gino's on Cleveland, so I'm going to go with the Bengals. I knew you were going to do that. Coming. Uh-huh. Gino, you didn't see shit, you clown. Shut the fuck up, G. Okay, um, this is a line I don't understand. Patriots at Panthers. Oh, yeah, this line is terrible. I saw this. The Patriots have looked good. Mac Jones has looked good. Sam Darnold sucks as we're all now in the same boat there. And Bill Belichick against Sam Darnold? Three and a half points? Yeah, I'm taking the Patriots. I'm unless, taking, I'm... unless PJ Walker starts because PJ Walker's elite. No, I'm taking the Patriots. I don't, I don't see winning cover. Yeah, I don't see a way this. Um, I, yeah, I see them winning and covering easily. Yeah, I don't see a way that the fucking Patriots lose this game. Bill Belichick will not lose to Sam Darnold, and the he definitely will not lose to PJ Walker. The overs forty one, and it's probably going to be under that. <laughs> Which this is going to be a gross. Like, that first quarter, the Patriots are going to have, like, a nine-minute methodical drive. <laughs> just, like, a really gross first half. Just give Damian Harris so the ball six times, and Mac Jones throw it, like, three quarter. times. Yeah, Burn 17 rushes game. from the Kill Harry. I might just play the over just because I think the Patriots blow them out. But wow, I'm, I'm interested to see what the Bel- what uh, Belichick's record against Darnold is. Like, he has to be undefeated, right? 
I don't think Probably there's a lot of people good. undefeated against Sam Darnold. I, I think that he might have won one game. Yeah, actually. But max shocked, one game. I'm shocked that KB, I was fully expecting him to be like, man, I don't know now if CMC's back. It's a huge piece of his offense. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Chino, do we got the clean sweep here? All right, moving on. <laughs> Chino bringing the words of wisdom there. Uh, fucking Sam Darnold. Let's go. It's a great point. That's really all you need to say, to be honest. Lonzo uh, season, boys. Shut up. God. You're just remember, worst. I was also high on the Bulls, just saying. Everyone Can called, we... me, a... Everyone called Real me a quick. Clown. Also, I was high on the Heat, and the Heat have looked pretty good. I was also high on the Heat. Thank you, G. Yeah, they've looked anyway. right. Um, <laughs> Here's the Dilly, hater. Dilly, just keep your mouth moving. We got your boys going to Philly. Are they getting right? I don't know. You pick first, dickhead, and then I'll make my decision <laughs> based off of that. Come on. Like, you can't actually believe that. Taryn, it's it's every single week. Every <laughs> week. Okay, there's no way that I'm wrong in this one, though, because it's so obvious. Okay, so Terrence picking the Chargers, the Chargers so we're going to get blown win. out 53. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, this is where the streak Start ends. Start Jalen Hurts and Devontae Smith in every DFS lineup because Devontae Smith's going 204 touchdowns. You're fine, okay? They are a better team top to bottom in damn near every position than the Eagles are. This is the Miles Sanders game. Mark my words. <laughs> Miles Sanders, Sanders is on the IR. Yeah, I know. I know. Him and fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, God. Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah, their receiver running back. Yeah, Kenny Gainwell. Austin Scott season. Let's go, baby. Dude, the coaching, this is the biggest coaching mismatch of the week. This is the best coach in the NFL for my money and a bottom three coach. This. I, I wouldn't say on. the best in the NFL, but. He's, I, I take him. If I'm drafting an NFL coach right now, I'm taking him 101. Well, that's because John Harbaugh's old. So. Not, not coaching wise. Harbaugh's not. <laughs> imagine John Harbaugh's still going to coach for like 20 more years. Yeah. yeah. What, does he need to be in good yeah. shape to fucking yell? Or do you have to be like 30 and like good looking? I don't know. Like, what's your criteria for a good coach, G? <laughs> Frank Reich. Kingsbury. <laughs> oh, boy. Frank Wright isn't yeah. good looking or in good shape. That's what you think. Frank Wright's no, amazing that's, looking. That's what I know. That's, that's... Chargers win. The only reason that they've been having fits offensively is because two things have Justin happened. Herbert regression? They're, they're no, he's well, he's been the same this whole time. Everyone just is weird. Uh they have been game planning around Mike Williams. The Eagles are not smart enough to do that. Also, <laughs> I went back. I went back and looked, and Herbert has been really bad against coverages where it they they show something different pre snap than they do post snap. So when the safeties are rotating, things like that, which is a little surprising given that Staley's the head coach. You'd think he'd see that a lot in practice, but nonetheless, the Eagles are also not smart enough to do that. Nor do they have the defensive personnel, I think. And then on the other side of the ball. Derwin James is going to make Jalen Hurts never want to leave the pocket again, and the Chargers blow them out. So I'm going to pick the Chargers to win this. 
But if they do lose to Philly, Taryn, you're a fucking curse. If they lose to Philly, it's it's going forward. Next week, I'm betting the house on whatever Taryn picks in that matchup. <laughs> um, yeah, they should. I You've pretty much touched on everything I would have said. Every single side of the ball, um, they're not just better, but I think more dominant, personally, besides the run defense, because our run defense couldn't stop a fucking flu. Um, I just, I really hope this is a, uh, a bounce back game for Mike Williams because every game that Justin Herbert has not had Mike Williams kind of pop off, we've lost. Um, that being said, I was really hoping we were going to try and make a move for another receiver in the, the free agents or the trade deadline, but you know, it's the chargers and we don't trade with anybody. Um, <laughs> uh, I expect a big week out of Austin Eckler. And an even bigger week out of Mike Williams to push us past the uh, 500 mark again. Fun fact: I know I talked a lot, but real quick, the last in in the last three years, Darius Slay's worst single game PFF grades were against DK Metcalf and oh shit. Where did the other one go? I just lost it. This is very fun. It's, it's another huge wide receiver. Very and good, very I, pog. But, you know, yeah, Michael Williams is going to eat. Anyway, you guys can go. Oh, there's not much more to be said. I think yeah, the Chargers are going to win. Chargers, yep. Like, it's the Eagles. Come on, man. Oh, is that Geno Mike talking? Evans, by the way. It's Mike Evans. Love it. <laughs> it's just a very large build athletic receiver. <laughs> yeah. Jared Cook season. <laughs> Gino, another queen, clean sweep, or are you picking your Eagles? No, I said the Chargers. Oh. All right. Your Eagles. <laughs> yeah, he's just a fan of the whole division. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck up. Gino doesn't cheer for a team. Gino cheers for a division. <laughs> hey, Can you imagine? Pretty good odds. Pretty good odds to make the playoffs every year if you cheer for a whole division. <laughs> yeah, but because of the division he chose, not a good odds to do much else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A lot of first round exits. Yeah. Um, okay. Cool. Arizona at San Francisco. Do they uh, do they bounce back here? What do we? What do you guys think? G is the resident 49er fan who lives in your home. Yes, yeah, that what is, is true. Your dad about this game. Um, yeah. Can you grab your know, dad real I... quick? <laughs> Come on the show. Uh, I should. I should ask him. I'll, I'll let you know Martini. later. Um, What's your dad's first name? Leonardo? Giuseppe? <laughs> no. Linguini? It's probably oh like Tim. God. Something just super. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Roger or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Um... Uh, I do think the Cardinals probably bounce back this week. The 49ers looked good last week, but it was against the Bears, so who knows what that's going to be like. Again, it's going to be a better team, better offense for sure. Uh, if Justin Fields can run on the 49ers like he did, then Kyler Murray certainly can. <laughs> and DeAndre Hopkins is uh, healthy now. He's elite still. The 49ers secondary has been awful. They're getting 
it seems like they're getting injured like every week. One guy just gets injured, misses the next game or so. Like I think Jimmy Ward got injured against the Colts and missed last week, or maybe he started last week and got injured again. Um, the main thing is, can they find some way to stop Debo Samuel? Because no. no one's been able to do that. <laughs> and uh, I don't, I don't think the Forty ers really have much else they have the running game which obviously Shanahan does a great scheming for especially with without JJ Watt that run defense is going to struggle but um damn I kind of talked myself into taking the 49ers <laughs> <laughs> oh no I mean, fuck it I'm going to take the 49ers fuck I was kind of banged up too no Still yes he was Oh, and the last play of the game, he got hurt, too. That's a good yeah. point. All right, I'm taking the 49ers. Fuck it. I'm kind of with you. I'm with G here. The 49ers look good. Um, and with Kyler being injured, AJ Green, is, who's been one of his favorite targets, he's on COVID list. Jimmy G, he, it was pretty impressive what he did to the Bears at the end of the game. Uh, two rushing touchdowns. It's, it's the, bears. Know, it's the, bears, the bears, but still, like he he uh he called upon his inner Trey Lance and started running in touchdowns. Yeah. Also, let's not forget uh, DeAndre Hopkins is still nursing that hamstring injury. I mean, Debo Samuel had a million yards again. <laughs> Elijah Samuel's Mitchell elite. looks fantastic. I um, forgot that the Cardinals played last week because they played on Thursday, and it feels like so long ago. Yeah, it feels like like three weeks ago that that happened. That was the game DeAndre Hopkins got like two catches for like 60 yards and on the left and running back in. I completely forgot that happened. So, <laughs> yeah, I like my pick of the 49ers now. I also like the over. Oh, it is that anyways. It's at 46, which I think it's pretty low. Oh, interesting. Especially with these two teams that are all, both these teams are just one big play team for like a 70-yard touchdown. Right, they're not... It's hard to be methodical. No. They 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 go for it. Julie, who do you got in this game? I don't remember. Did you say? No, but after thinking of how the Cardinals have like one active wide receiver who's not hurt or has COVID, I'm probably gonna go against pick the team that has one wide receiver that they use with the 49ers. Um did they is George Kittle back? Has he been activated on the IR? think so not yet so i think last yeah. week they were saying yeah. that he was trying to make a week nine comeback i don't know if that was gonna happen in time for this week but either way i mean how do you guys feel about cliff kingsbury i don't think he's a very good coach and i like shanahan better oh, i definitely like shanahan better i definitely like shanahan better like how hard I is your coaching think... job when you have deandre hopkins and kyler murray I was really, really low on him coming into the year. And it looks a little bit better than I was expecting. But, yeah, he's still... Well, yeah, they're like 7-1. and one. <laughs> Right. But even that aside, like, just how much of that I think is him? Probably a little bit. You know, you can't be the worst coach in the NFL and go 7-1, and one, I, I don't think, anyway. So, the mismatch is still just huge, though. I'm... I'm heavy in the Kyle Shanahan side of that for me. 
Yeah. I just, after seeing, like, it was really weird how they were using DeAndre Hopkins in that green game bay. It was very situational, but he was still limited to two catches. Granted, the two catches, he was, like, you know, fucking wide open, and it seemed like you would think they would use him more. Uh, but I'd like the Niners' defense a little better than the Packers' defense, and I think that having that Niners defensive front attacking Kyler all game is not going to be good, especially if he's still nursing an injury. Um, and just like no one's been able to stop Debo Samuel. It just it hasn't been able to happen, and I don't see it happening this week. I love Debo Samuel. He's so good. You are uh, not wrong. Gosh, you have a boner for the whole 49ers, G. It's just two players. Okay, three players. Incredible Nick Bosa for a second. It's like they're only good players. That's all you need. Some are Evo Samuel, on. Nick Bosa, and Trey Lynn. respect on Raheem Mostert, bro. The Colonel. The guy that does a fucking surfing celebration every time he gets a touchdown to represent. That was pretty shitty of me to say, to be honest. They have the best left tackle at football, probably. So that matters. Yeah, but no one ever cares until, about the linemen, sadly. Until Bakhtiari comes back. That's right, baby. I do love Bakhtiari. He's so good. Speaking of that, uh, I don't know if it's going to be in this game, which is... Mark Chino down for the Cardinals. He's not here again. All right. Chino gets the Cardinals. And your graphic, G, that's who he gets. Yeah, it just put like an A next to it for absent. (laughs) (laughs) This is a really good... There's a bunch of good games this week. I feel like it hasn't been this way in a while. It's all like in the later slates. We also talked about Miami, Houston, and Buffalo just <laughs> shitting all over the Jaguars. So I hope we eventually have some good games. I mean, there's a few bad ones, but you know, there's there's some good. I think like the last four we talked about were all pretty good. Maybe not Patriots, Panthers, but and then we've got Packers going to Kansas City. Ooh. Someone in the universe doesn't want Mahomes and Rodgers to be on the same field in a game for whatever reason. I still think the Packers win this game. Ooh. I'm I'm with you here. Ooh. I uh, There's too much good on the side of the offense for Jordan Love. As much as I don't even like him and I do not think he's the future, he's for for my money better than any of the backups that played in one last week, first of all. Also, when you have a Matt LaFleur and a Devontae Adams and the two running backs that they're going to lean on yet again like they did against Arizona, going against the worst defensive football, it's hard to look that bad. And, um, dude, that I'm like I'm done thinking the Chiefs offense is going to get right. They, they look worse and worse to me every week. Even if the turnovers stopped, they also like are just aren't creating big plays. Mahomes is missing throws that he hasn't missed in the past. I, I'm off. I'm off it. I'm off him. Right now, obviously, it's small sample size, but just to give you an idea, I'm looking at the PFF grades in this game. Preseason plus, like, the fourth quarter of week one where Jordan Love played, 76.2 PFF grade. Mahomes, 73 on the year. Mahomes has been bad. He has not been very good. And I still think he's really talented and is worth every penny, but he's got to get right. And until I see it, then I'm, I'm, I'm done with them. They almost just lost the freaking Giants. If Joe Judge wasn't like the second 
worst coach in football, they would have. Third worst coach. Whatever, he's down there. <laughs> I I don't understand this line at all. I don't know why it's at. Was it at seven and a half? What was the line for the Chiefs against the Giants just last Monday? Was ten and a half? I think, and yeah. Half. I mean, like... I know it's Jordan Love, but you you still have Matt Lafleur. You still have that running game that's been electric all year. Aaron Jones and uh, Dylan, and then Devontae Adams. Like they're gonna even if they have to rely on Jordan Love, they're gonna scheme away. Matt Lafleur is gonna scheme away to get Jordan Love out of pressure situations, and they're gonna rely on. Again, the run game that's been helping them out all year. And plus, the the Packers defense has been playing a lot better than the Giants. And look what they did to Kansas City on Monday. So, yeah, makes no sense to me. I think the Packers are a live dog here. Then I think the last line I checked was plus 280. Like, I think that's a very valuable play. Gee, Dilly, thoughts? Um, I hear what you're saying and how bad the Chiefs have looked, but I still think I'm gonna take the Chiefs in this game. I don't blame you. I, I mean, I get uh, the backup quarterback. <laughs> I haven't seen enough Jordan Love at all. I didn't like him coming out at all. Like, I get obviously the Lafleur factor, the running game, and how bad the Chiefs' defense is, but they still have playmakers on the defense with Chris Jones, with Tyron Matthew. And yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much just Jordan Love factor for me, to be honest. Kind of in agreement with G. The only reason I'm taking the Niners is if it was Aaron Rodgers, I would take the Packers, but I I'm just going to I'm just going to not like like I don't know why I can't shake the Patrick Mahomes is playing bad. Maybe it's cuz how good he's been in the past and one of these weeks, I feel like maybe a switch is just going to happen, and all of a sudden it's the old Patrick Mahomes. I'm sure even with, he could probably turn the ball over twice in this game, and I still think he would beat the Packers, um, especially with the Packers secondary and Tyree Kill. I think one, there's going to be one 80-yard touchdown that's the decision-maker for this Packers team to end up losing. Um, I do think it's close, actually, and I don't think that – I think the Chiefs – what's the line? Six and a half? Seven and a half. Seven and a half. I don't think the Chiefs cover, but I think they win. I agree with that. I definitely do you guys, think they cover. Like, I like the points guys, for the Packers. What do you guys think has been the biggest downfall for Mahomes this season? O-line. If you look at uh, in the past, he's been scrambling before. Um, this O-line has not been great, and I think maybe people are starting to figure out Andy Reed, Randy Reed's offense. He hasn't adapted. It's a very one-dimensional team with Travis Kelsey going across the middle and Tyreek Hill over the top. If that could stop, they have nothing. I um, I think he I, – I, I've seen two big issues that I, I've seen twice before, um, and it, it both revolves around his decision-making. First of all, this team is far and away by over 5% seeing the most too high shells of any offense in the league thus far. So they're trying to take away the pass game, especially the deep stuff. And Mahomes is, I I think I talked about this actually a couple episodes ago. He's doing the 2016, 2017 Aaron Rodgers where 
he's passing up the easy stuff and but instead of throwing it away or taking a sack he's just trying to fit it somewhere and it's getting tipped it's getting picked and then he's got the baker issue from last year where he's scrambling out of clean pockets and yeah. i know he's like great and whatever and he can make plays outside the pocket that's why everyone loves him yada yada it's still more difficult than to just sit there in the pocket when it's clean for you and play on time and play within rhythm he's doing both of those things right now and it is hurting the team it's like he assumes that every pass play needs to be 10 to 15 yards and especially when defenses are not playing too high safeties what i noticed in the giants games he just does not have the ability to um recognize the linebackers just sitting in the middle of the field um he'll try to hit crossing routes and tight windows he'll try to kind of force the issue and and like you said like those are tight windows that I know you're Patrick Mahomes, but you can't make those throws all, all the time. And these defenses are going to learn how to, to play you. And also, I kind of noticed, like, I, he has an unorthodox throwing style that doesn't cater to tight windows like that. Like, he, his, his throwing style doesn't allow him to be as accurate as he wants to be. At least that's what I've noticed during the season. He's like how I play Madden. I want every single throw to be a a fucking touchdown. Um, And if that means I'm throwing in a quadruple coverage, I'll throw in a quadruple coverage. Um, He's playing hero ball, to be honest. I think he's playing pretty selfish. Um, We talked about this at the beginning of the year with another quarterback saying how Josh Allen played a lot of hero ball and he wouldn't throw balls away, tried to extend plays too long, and it resulted in some turnovers. And I think it's very much so what we're seeing with Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think we're freaking out so much because we never assumed a guy like Patrick Mahomes would regress. Um, automatically, it was he's going to be the guy that gets some more Super Bowls than Brady. It's, he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, now, this is a very extreme form of regression because it's almost like it's not even him. I, I, After how long he was playing for how well, seeing him drop off, I mean – Maybe he's hurt, and we don't know if there's something wrong, but this seems more of like a mental thing than physical to me. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Pretty much everything you just said. The, uh, it's up here. It's a, it, the problem is between the ears, I think, which, you know, he's young enough. Like, he can get, he can get through it. These are things you can go get past. Um, but... Uh, any given game, like just being the get right spot for an issue like that or multiple issues like that is hard to predict and probably not very likely. Like it's a, when there's this big of a problem, it typically is a get it right next season sort of thing. Like they come back after an off season of training and coaching and a training camp and another thing like that. And it looks like, Oh, they cleaned up this issue. It's very rarely like all of a sudden, oh, we've been dealing with this for eight weeks, nine weeks, and then all of a sudden, hey, we're good. It doesn't happen, so I'm, I'm pretty worried for them going forward. And we even saw that with Josh Allen, that to the point of KB's uh, credit with the throw mechanics, they fixed Josh Allen's throw mechanics in an offseason. He completely changed the way he threw a ball, and it turned out pretty well for the kid. Um, this is a guy who has more than enough raw talent where if they have to tweak his throwing motion in the offseason, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that. Um, all right, so 
two on Green Bay. Me and KB picking the Packers to win. I don't know how I. I don't know if that makes never, me feel good about them or not. Never thought I'd see the day when KB picked the Packers. <laughs> True. Um, okay. And I'm stupid, but I'm not an idiot. Before, <laughs> I may be what? stupid, but what I'm not. What philosophizer dumb. said that, bro? <laughs> <laughs> also, real quick, we really just glazed over it. Obviously, the reason everyone has heard by now that Aaron Rodgers isn't playing is because he has COVID. And he's not vaccinated. Uh, there's some other stuff floating around. I've seen on Twitter fines for sure, perhaps um, for not following protocols. There were people floating out suspension, two game suspension after he returns. Saw that a few times. Why does everyone hate Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> I do not understand I mean, this because he's from everything than we've any quarterback they've had. <laughs> from everything we've heard from the Packers, he's followed protocols. I don't understand the problem. There's a lot of players that are still unvaccinated in the league. Everything I've read, everything I've read is that he's followed. There's plenty of players that aren't vaccinated that aren't following protocols, um, and just from everything we've heard about him in interviews, he he's not dumb. He's a guy that is going to follow the rules so he can play football. Um, it's just like I don't, I don't understand. I really don't know where this target came from for Aaron Rodgers. It's so it's so weird hating someone for living their life. Essentially, like he did, he literally did nothing wrong. He just happened to get COVID. There's, like, there's a difference between hating the guy because he beats your teams and hating the guy because he's unvaccinated. And there's a lot of people who are attacking him for his personal choice of, and not to get political here, but you know, I mean, like there's a protocol and he's following it. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, there are protocols to to keep players healthy. And if he's following it, then what's the problem? You know, it's yeah, it it's reminds, extra. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, it reminds me so much of Kobe back in the day where everyone hated Kobe on the court. But then as soon as like it's like anything he would do in public, he would get criticized as well. And to KB's credit, it's one thing that's like, oh, I don't like X player because he rails my team every week. <laughs> so now every choice he makes in his outside life, I'm going to criticize. It's like yeah. you got to be able to separate the person from the player. People aren't able to do that. It's, they it's extra, can't separate it. It's extra intense for him, I think, because, like you said, this has been an issue where people will look for reasons to bring the guy down and, and criticize him, whether it's all the way back with Mike McCarthy, things with his family, because he doesn't talk to his family, whatever. I don't know if people just don't understand him, and who, who knows what it is. But that coupled with the fact that everyone freaking out, saying he's lying, like he should not be able to play because he lied about being vaccinated – just because you're too dense to realize that he said one word and not vaccinated, like that's not his problem. Sorry. And if he's following protocols, whatever, if, if he didn't wear a mask in a press conference, he's supposed to then fine him. But like everyone really just needs to. Meanwhile, Michael Vick literally did dog fighting. And when he got back, people were praising him for getting a second chance. It literally Henry Ruggs just literally killed a person. Like he's, there are much a, worse things. There's a player in this game that we were just talking about off air that was a, a, a child abuser, domestic abuser in this very game. And everyone's like, yo, look how fast he is. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to get a shot, so he's Satan. That's fine. And that was my little tangent. I had to get that out. It was brewing all day. 
Oh, another great game. You know, back to back, like phenomenal games. I think I'm telling you, the second half, like the later half, is all the morning games suck. <laughs> the later so basically games we can just better. we can just sleep in, is what yeah, you're saying. Pretty much. <laughs> Titans with no Derrick Henry out for the year. Oh, this is Sunday Night Football. That's why. I'm surprised yeah. the Rams aren't favored by more, if I'm being completely honest. Seven and a half. I feel like they could, this could easily be a 10 point spread. At home. At home, too. Yeah. Really? I, yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> I mean, it's uh, Jeremy McNichols' season, baby. Uh, I did think I'm pretty right? sure his name is Jeremy, not Jerry. But I said sure. Jeremy. He said, he said Jeremy. You clown. I heard Jerry. Right. I like Jerry Springer. Get your ears checked. <laughs> I. This is. Ter- Taryn, you want to lead us off? <laughs> well, I'm just like, oh man. I'm so yeah, because he's, he's choosing the Titans. Yeah, he's definitely That's choosing why. the Titans. I can see it in his face. Not to win, but, but Titans plus the, the seven and a half is probably my favorite bet. So now I'm like, shit. Because, like, we can disagree, but, you know, I also don't think you're an idiot. <laughs> so if, if you think it should be a 10.0 line, I'm like, am I missing? What am I oh. missing here? You're not, an idiot. You're, you're, not an, you're not an idiot. You're just wrong. So This is really going to test uh, your theory that running backs don't matter. Yes, 100%. And I'm telling you right now. When the best now, running back in the league yes. goes down, let's see how if this offense Titans still plays. Wait, team, Jonathan Taylor just didn't get hurt? Shut if the, the Titans beat this team and there's any sort of production from this Titans running group, Taron is going to be unbearable to deal it's gonna, with. He's going to cream himself instantly. Oh, I, I will also, like... I, I have a question. Go ahead. Is Von Miller playing? Are we in class? Uh, I, as, as, as far as he, if he passes every protocol and passes a physical, I'm pretty sure he's eligible. I don't see why they wouldn't. I don't, now, starting, I don't know if he starts, but I definitely think they get him in the rotation and get him some reps. Yeah, I think it depends on how play. much. I mean, it depends on they're just gonna, this week, right? They're just going to tell him, go after the quarterback. Yeah, yeah I mean, especially <laughs> on obvious, like, hey, passing hey, hey, do what you've been doing your whole career, except you're in one on one coverage this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious because sometimes teams trade for a guy and they let him sit out a week. So true, I was just, I'd be surprised think, if he's healthy if he doesn't see some snaps. Just be like, hey, it's yeah. third and long. Go get go get that guy back there. I, <laughs> not only I think he's a very intellectual human, but they may even give him some very basic packages to get in and play with. Um it kind of just depends on practice this week, right? Like it's you can play with my package. Oh yeah. Me or Von Miller. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. Fucking A man, this the rich get richer. True. I mean, Raheem um, Morris doesn't. He doesn't have an elaborate scheme. Like, well, I don't know have... how often he drops the, you know, how, how defensive ends outside Von Miller and yeah, Aaron like, Donald in the same line with Leonard Floyd on the other side. Under under over three sacks in this game. It, it really like now that we're having through the season, it does look like Sean McVay went to Raheem Morris in the preseason and dropped Brandon Staley's playbook on his desk. It was like, we do this and then walked out. So like, <laughs> it's a lot of similar stuff, but it doesn't have the nuance. It doesn't have the adjustments that the the original has, which typically happens with these coaching changes. So it is a good scheme, but it is a little more vanilla to KB's credit. You're, 
Yeah, that makes. I agree with that. Also, he's coming from Fangio, which is extremely similar. So in a way, yeah. so it shouldn't be that much of an adjustment, especially uh, when you're seeing one-on-one blocking with Aaron Donald eating triple teams. I picked the Rams to win. I also picked the Rams to win. I picked the Rams to win, but to Terrence's credit, now that I'm thinking about it, Titans might cover. Well, is, uh, know, is Julio playing? Is he healthy? Uh, I, I have no idea. To play. Been a it's goddamn question mark next to him in my fantasy lineup this whole year. <laughs> um, I think this hit. What's the over under at? Because I think this will be high scoring. Fifty three and a half. I think. Yeah, that probably. I'd, I'd over probably here. take the over here, but yeah. If uh, if Carson Wentz can roll on this defense, if Carson Wentz can Deshaun Jockstrap, um, if Carson Wentz can throw on this defense, I feel like Tannehill's been sacked so many times this year. I don't know the the fucking Miami Dolphins combine all of those quarterback rushes. Keep uh, keep talking for a minute. I'll tell you shortly. I would assume it's it's got to be Miami's got to be up there. It's, the it's actually not. I don't think they are because is it Tua the Texans? is second in the league right now in avoiding sacks. Who doesn't? Who, <laughs> is it the Steelers? Maybe it's because like Tannehill. Bad. Every time he's sacked, he turns the ball over. So that's why it seems like I, I see Tannehill. Carson being... Wentz. Then again, Carson Wentz throws the ball last second before he gets sacked every time. So maybe Carson Wentz one. actually breaks a lot of sacks. I would be surprised that, if Justin Fields. Which is. He? <laughs> No, he actually does, which is why he throws all these interceptions because he <laughs> thinks he can do anything. He'll break out of a sack, thinks he can do everything. Oh, Throw an interception immediately. Carson Wentz plays fuck it football, and I love <laughs> it, bro. He's the most reckless football player I've ever seen in my life, and I love it. Glad he's not on my team, but I love watching from an outside perspective. He's only thrown three picks, but it seems like he throws one every game. You must like well. Also, I've seen him throw like ten picks, but there's a fucking d- late hit to the quarterback call on every pick because they just lay his ass into the ground. So right now, um, this is a little different. It's not the total, but it oh, is the PFF ranking. I'm tearing the the top five. <laughs> the top five <laughs> players in sacks where they created their own pressure, and it's not the offensive line's fault is Kyler Murray 1, Patrick Mahomes 2, Zach Wilson, Russell Wilson, even though he hasn't played, um, Baker Mayfield, and then Justin Fields. Yeah, what about what the they all having comments? What about, yeah, yeah, so, they they try and fucking extend plays too long. Yeah, so they get sacked a ton. And then just when they're under pressure. Yeah, can, that, can we now look much, at the shitty old lines? Yeah, it's like, uh, wow, Chiefs are bad. She's your bad everywhere, God. dude. I told them. Damn, that's rough, yo. That's you take Patrick Mahomes <laughs> off that team and they don't have a win. They're the fucking Lions. All right, let me see. Let me just see. Offensive blind pass blocking grade. Dun, 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 dun. It is worst in the league. Well, yeah, that's, that's the Dolphins. It's not sacks. But then Vikings, Giants, Falcons, Panthers, Lions, Titans. All right, top 10. So, top bottom 10. Me mean bottom 10. 10. <laughs> I hope they shoot Ryan Tannehill up with some fucking quarter zone pregame because his <laughs> ass will be in the dirt at least once every drive. It's true. Uh, yeah, I, I I like the Rams to win, too. Also, the team is just... fucking welcome <laughs> back to the league, AP. 
Here's this fucking defensive line. <laughs> it's Aaron go Donald. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey, he's not even. He'll get maybe three carries. It's going to be McNichols. Hey, the whole hey time. Uh, Floyd and uh, Von Miller, we're just going to need you to cycle all the pressure to the middle, and then you know Aaron can handle the rest. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they run the ball fucking seventy five percent of the time. Into what? A fucking literal steel wall. That's that's the only chance you have. If you're especially, especially when you have Jalen Ramsey on AJ Brown. Oh God, Von Miller's wearing number forty. That's gross. No, he's telling, not. Yeah. Are you telling me it's yeah. uh, oh my Julio Jones season? They just they just posted a picture of him first day wearing number forty. Oh, I want to throw up. If I see him wearing number forty, I'm gonna throw up. Bro, have you seen oh, his legs? Oh my God. We got we got a fucking AJ Dillon Saquon Barkley situation on our hands with these quads. Real quick, the reason I still like the Titans to like I picked the Rams to win, even if Derrick Henry wasn't hurt. Um, but I like the Titans to cover because I think the line is reflecting Derrick Henry's absence, and it, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. It's important to keep in mind the last two wins. Colts and Bills were, for Derrick Henry's standards, bad games. And they still won. What's that bad the Bills, game for Derrick Henry? Team. Like 80 yards and a touchdown? Yeah, but off of like 30 touches. Okay. Why, why, why do we have to ring up last week, bro? He averaged 2.7 yards a carry against the Colts. Yeah, that's but that's like a that's a rough 2.7 yards a carry. That speaks every more on the Colts' he, defense, right, yeah, G? Every person he hit, cool, he got hit by a truck. The, the, the point now when it's Grover Stewart, baby, 350 the point, pounds. Though, is that even beef. if their running game is not effective, I, I hear what you're saying, and you like, know, I, it's, it's not a bad bet. Win these the games. points from the Titans, like, that's not a bad bet. I just I don't see them winning. I hear what you're saying, but I'm not listening. No, I'm listening. I just don't agree <laughs> with it, and I hate you, and I want to kiss you. Anyways, if you want to go to the next game, I think we ought to do what. So we're all Rams oh. except Taron. No, you said Rams, but Titans. I'm Rams. Right? I just like the. I just like. Okay. Wait, I, like I, tra- I wrote. I wrote down Tennessee for KB because he's stupid. No, I said. I said the Rams. <laughs> no, but I just based off the fact oh. that you're stupid in general. I said I'm stupid, not an idiot. All right. Well, Mister Stupid, talk about your team <laughs> going back Pittsburgh. to the gross games. Can we skip this? Can we skip this game? I mean, I would love. I would love to. If I can't wait till they tie. 10 to 10. Oh, boy. Bro, your Bears are almost a touchdown dog to the The line is 40 points for the over-under. Oh, my God. Show respect to to Big Ben. He just beat uh, Baker and Cleveland. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and it was 10 to 15. Let me throw up. Um. I'm definitely taking the over because the defense sucks. Eddie Jackson. Fuck no. Akeem Hicks. I don't even know if Eddie Jackson's playing. Akeem Hicks was hurt. Cleo Mack's not playing. Uh, the the secondary sucks. So what you're telling me is that it's Najee season. It is Najee season. It's it definitely not I mean, Pittsburgh receiver season. Elijah Mitchell fucking ate us up. So did Jimmy G oh, on the ground. Elijah Mitchell's elite. So... <laughs> The one positive, Justin Fields had a great game, and none of this is his fault. That's all I want to say. None of this oh, okay. is his fault. None oh, okay. of this. I love how I heard I heard for weeks 
it's not fair to evaluate Justin Fields in, <laughs> in this scenario. With what's around him, you can't evaluate him throughout the season. And then he has one good game, and everyone's like, Michael Vick. Maybe he's a lead. Shut up. Like The quarterback comparison I'm looking at right now is hilarious. They are the same quarterback. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. BFF grade, no. Fields, 55.7. Big Ben, 57.4. Passer rating under pass. pressure. Fields, 23.9. Ben, 38.9. Oh, my God. Is he blind? How is this fucking... Both have more turnover-worthy plays than big-time throws. Can you just try throwing to Allen Robinson? Like, does he know he exists on his team? Um, Probably not. That's what someone who's not watching the games would say, because Allen Robinson's been absolutely awful. You're awful. Pretty bad not getting open. He's not been getting open all. Oh. Even so, it's not enough to. Game's gross. I don't even want to watch it. I'm going to Pittsburgh because the Bears suck. Who's at home? Pittsburgh. I'll take Pittsburgh. It's at Heinz Field. <laughs> I'll take. Who are the fucks at home? Oh, this is going to be such a um, gross game. It's going to be like 50 carries between each team. I hope it rains just so the game gets even worse. No, I hope it snows. Let's get some fucking <laughs> snow involved. Those are the games that uh, Taryn loves. The the rainy, shitty the games. The wet, sloshy mess of sad. Yeah, but... My team, and I'm just watching some football for entertainment. Hell yeah, that shit's awesome. It Taren is. loves seeing those O-linemen wet t-shirts. Bro, the Bears are... T- the Bears on a sunny 75-degree afternoon are like any other team in... A monsoon. You might as well have it rain to add some spice. That's a good point. <laughs> and that's why I'm taking the Bears to win this game. <laughs> of course you are. It's, it's fucking, of course oh. you are. I'm gonna take have the Steelers. Have you guys to lose this year? No, just like she, G hasn't taken the Colts to lose. That's not true. I have the picks right in front of me. I'll let you know. I took the I Bears to lose against the Bucks. <laughs> wow really going out on a limb <laughs> i think this is more me taking the bears is more on the steelers being very inconsistent oh, i took the bears like, i wouldn't be surprised you if they did. laid a goose egg here you did also take the bears against the packers i mean they were hanging around for like a half <laughs> congrats Play week seven. Um, the Niners. I think, right? That was that game. Why do you right, know that? On. Let's go to the fucking picks. Jeez. Whoa, wait. Week eight was last week, right? Correct. No, they played the Niners week eight. Yeah. The Bears. I was like, why do you played... know who the Bears randomly played in week seven? Oh, did they play on Thursday? Yeah. No. That's why Thursday, I didn't have it written down. Uh, I was like, isn't this Thursday Miami? No. It's the Jets, Like right? tomorrow? It's the Jets and the Colts. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Real quick, yeah, I'm also... I, I also picked the Steelers to win, but this is the same as the previous game. This line is too long. The Steelers... To KB's credit, I love to shit on the Bears when he's around, but the Pittsburgh Steelers are equally awful and a joke. And that's in, why in I a 40-point total, a six-and-a-half-point spread... Yeah, give me the give me the Chicago with the points. Yeah, that's why I don't. I, you said you like the over, and I do not. Um, <laughs> me, me and Taryn both take the Packers, and both take the Bears at least on spreads. 
they either both win or both lose. <laughs> or both tie. Tune in next week. Um, did, yeah, well, wait, so we're all on the Steelers other than KB, or G, did you not give your pick yet? No, yeah, I took the Steelers. Oh, you did. No, I took the okay. Bears, you fuck. I said except... Chill the fuck out. No, you said except KB. KB's just stupid. Okay, that's what I typically think. I should have trusted my gut. All right. <laughs> Not even denying. Did Chino Shall give we? someone his picks? Yeah, I got him. Nice. Oh, baby. Okay. Uh, prayers for Chino. He just <laughs> went up and left. <laughs> got a real bad case of the shit. His, his camera's still on, so, and his room is just dark. No one there. What if he's just sitting in the corner listening to the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. But he was just really he, just... T- he was just really tired and wanted to go to bed but didn't tell us. <laughs> he went to the living room just to eat some like zebra cakes or some shit. Yeah, and orange juice. <laughs> orange juice. <laughs> uh, you got the records? I do have the records and I have them right this time. I, I know because well, I double checked what the ones Will sent. Yeah, okay. I'll have to yeah, read those uh, oh yeah, shout out to Will. Shout- Newest member of the team, Will. Yeah, Big Will, guy Will. If you've been listening, you definitely heard us reference him. That's our boy, good friend of all of ours. Also, he's our biggest fan. fan. Biggest fan, the OG. I'm your biggest fan. We love Big Will. All right, I'm your biggest fan too. I love you. All right, not the picks. I'm not ready to say it. <laughs> I wasn't talking to you. I was, ta- I was talking to KB. Love, love you too, G. Not See? a whole lot of movement Bitch. here. Standings are exactly the same because everyone went one and two except me. Interesting that when we switched to FanDuel, Terrence was winning. (laughs) Very interesting. Sponsor the show. I love you. Um, I went two and. I mean, yeah. Please, please sponsor us. There was more than a game gap between G and I, so the standings are exactly the same. It is KB thirteen and eleven, G twelve, eleven and one. Myself time. at 11 and 13, and Dilly and Chino are both 9 and 15. Oh Chino has exited, so Dilly gets the first pick tiebreaker. So whenever you're ready, buddy old pal, feel free to make a make a pick. Uh, Give me Baltimore minus 6. Why did you sound like you were drinking a Bud Light in your garage when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> You clearly aren't my friend if you think I sit in my garage drinking Bud Lights. <laughs> I don't think you do that, but that sound. Hey, yo, give like me a, give me Ravens minus six, yeah. Ravens minus six, got it. Um, what is Chino's? Uh, this first one is Pat's minus three and a half. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, um, I am up next. Give me. I hope I don't regret this. Give me Chicago plus six and a half. Holy Gross. hell. What the fuck? That's disgusting. Oh, and fuck. Mr. Martini. I hate, I hate these. Uh, I'm already upset. I like so uh, Give me Bills minus 14 and a half. Oh my Why? god. <laughs> he just loves huge. <laughs> Why is that your first pick? <laughs> You're just such a psychopath for that being your. I will take the Colts this week, so. I will take the Vegas Raiders minus three. Yeah. 
I'm very confident in my pick. Dilly, we're back to you. Um, Titans plus seven and a half. Ooh. You're a slut. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't take that with your first pick. Oh, no, also, yes, I am a slut for Jesus. I kind of thought back to me. Um, all right, uh, what, we, what does Gino have? Gino's next pick would have been the Raiders, but Kiwi took him, so it is Browns plus two and a half. I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> That's his second pick? That's yeah. what, it's what it says on the list. Gino, this is why you're 9 at 15, bro. Oh, Jesus. Yo, Dilly catching strays? Come on, KB. <laughs> Dilly knows he's, he's bad at spread picks. Is it plus two or plus two and a half? I, I can only kick the shit out of him in one part, so it's like uh, fantasy football. You, he, you're right. <laughs> two and a half. Yes, yeah, two and a half. Is it okay? Um, fart. I also, to be fair, I was making up ground. I had like two weeks in a row. I was two and one. And then yeah, last week and- happened. We also have to keep in mind that Chino had like a really lucky week somewhere back in there that yeah, he went three, three, yeah, all three wins. So wait, wait, Dilly, what was your pick? Your second pick? Uh, Titans. Ah, okay. Terrain. Hurry up, Terrain. Um, I God. will take. I'm doubling down. I will take the oh, Chargers no. minus two and a half. <laughs> I don't like that you did that because I may be seeing you. <laughs> Oh god, <laughs> to be to be honest, that was my second pick, but fuck off. Um I hate life. G's upset because he yeah. can't take the Colts this week. That's what I said. I'm absolutely upset. I'm yeah, they lost last week. Um, give me the 49ers plus one. Gross. Thank you. I also think it's gross, <laughs> but I took it anyways. Um, go pack, go baby. Seven and a half. I completely forgot about that game. Son of a bitch, I definitely would have taken that. Oh, you're lucky. Fitting for Terrence to forget about his own team. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to block it out after today. Damn, I'm I'm going to be back in Justin Fields, and you get to back the better quarterback in Jordan Love. Uh, Dilly, back to you. <laughs> uh, Give me them cowgirls at nine and a half. How about them cowgirls? How about damn cowgirls? I was gonna take the Eagles, but I didn't want to go against you because I was gonna see if I could fucking at least win off of you <laughs> making us lose. I mean, like half um, the fucking league's on by, so someone's gonna have to go against yeah. somebody. Chino, um, oh, here, here like it I'm is. Hate I, this is. I still can't. Uh, you absolutely are. Oh, that's a great pick. It's better than this pick. Chino's next pick is Chiefs minus seven and a half. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. I mean, if Chino and Dilly want to come back, they have to just go against like the picks of ours. I mean, like to make up true. ground. 
Also, there's that plenty of time, like, and we say come back because I think for, like, two or three straight weeks, they have been the bottom two, but also, like, they're, like, three games, four games out from first, let alone, you know, <laughs> second, third. Like, they're really not that far behind. Um, oh, shit. Now you're up me there. Now. Uh, I will take... You know what, I'm I'm sick of G being right in front of me, so <laughs> you thought about I'm it. Huh? Take the Jags. You I'm thought about it, baby. Take I'm the Jaguars. You I'll, take it, me, bitch. I'll take the Cardinals minus one. Right. Uh, Even though you picked the 49ers in I your hate picks, one but... point spreads are so gross. Uh, who took? Them. <laughs> what are you I'm, doing? I'm trying to think if we're going if we're gonna go against each other again because I don't remember who took this the oh, opposite of this. I love the big swing. Put your nuts on the table. Do it. Take the Eagles. I'm taking the Rams minus seven and a half. Oh no, that was Dilly. That was Dilly. Oh, was Dilly. See, I couldn't remember who took them. I knew someone took them. No one wanted Pittsburgh minus six and a half. Thought you guys were all on the fucking Steelers. <laughs> oh. He had a win yeah, when three it ends zero. three nothing. Justin Fields will take a safety and there'll be no more points scored. Two zero Steelers. <laughs> hey, can oh, we man. get a fucking just a PAT? Can we get a one zero game? Uh, all right, let's end it with. Yeah. All right, make a pick. Did anyone I'll take anyone in the Falcon Saints game? Yeah, no, I'll take the Taysom Hills for minus six. <laughs> the Taysom, the Taysom Hills. <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. That's six, right? Not six and a half? Six? Six. Okay. Six. Quick recap for... Um, just so we can, you know, make sure this is all right. I have Bears plus six and a half, Chargers minus two and a half, Cardinals minus one, Dilly, Ravens minus six, Titans plus seven and a half, Cowgirls minus nine and a half, G, Bills minus 14 and a half. Let's go, baby. 49ers plus one, Rams minus seven and a half, Chino, Pats minus three and a half, Browns plus two and a half. Chiefs minus seven and a half. I hate all his, which means he probably goes three and oh. And KB has Raiders minus three, Packers plus seven and a half, and the Saints minus six. Backing Jordan Love and Taysom Hill in the same week. We love that. I still can't believe GE your first pick. I don't know where you've been all this time, but I've been doing this constantly. Living in the how do you shadows. feel that you can't take? How do you feel that you can't take the Colts this week? Is there? I'm upset. I'm this upset. Is, this is when he goes 0 and 3 because he can't have the Colts on his fucking. It did. It didn't work for you last week for the first. That time. is true. It should have worked, but it didn't. Didn't hit Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. The fucking frauds. Whatever. All right, we've done it. That is the week. Nine. Nine. nine? Damn. Yes, Taron Fro had to come to nine. Shit is flying. Well, he is wearing an Arizona State t-shirt. It's not expensive. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, that's Why do you even have that? I've explained this so many times. My 
but like best friend went to school there and I didn't go there. So I got a shirt. <laughs> so I got a shirt. Because I also think the colors are cool and I like the shirt. Smells like natty light and cigarettes at all time. Uh, I thought you were just paying homage to Brendan. Ayuk. Yeah, right. They party more than that. It probably smells like Grey Goose and LSD and coke. They cannot afford it's Grey Goose. Grey Goose. It's not Grey it's Goose. Kirkland it's... vodka. Dude, a bunch of a bunch of rich snobs just go there to party. I okay. Well, yeah, but being rich in Arizona is being like mediocrely poor everywhere else. Smirnoff. It's definitely Smirnoff, bro. It's there's no Grey Goose. Smirnoff and some really bad weed. It's at least absolute. It probably is really bad. It's probably Cupcake UV. That's probably what they're drinking. Like, everyone there that smokes weed that goes to that school pays, like, $25 a gram. Birthday cake UV. (laughs) Yeah, that's what they... Birthday cake UV mixed with Red Bull. That's what they're fucking drinking. Oh, God. All right. Let's get out of here. Shout out to Um, anybody that went to ASU. uh, (laughs) Go go Sun Devils. I don't know what the fucking thing is. Yeah, if if you went to ASU, follow me, because I'm the only one not slandering you, at Taryn Caravella on all social media. But you can follow the show at the dump off on all social media at the dump off pod on TikTok. Please leave us a five star. The opposite, you you idiot. Is it? No. At the dump off pod on all socials at the dump off on TikTok. Is that what I said? No, you did not say that. Maybe I did go to Arizona State. Um, (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) But but anyway, you get it. Leave us a rating and review if you like what you heard. We really appreciate it. It helps a ton. G, where can they find you and your cute hat? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at G Martini and at Jalika Martini on Instagram. Uh, KB uh, at KB Sumswag on Twitter. Chino. Oh, sorry, Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me at Dylan Clark twenty three on Twitter. So I stare into the black void of Chino's room. Yeah, you can find <laughs> he is at Fettuccino twelve on Twitter and at iChino twelve on Instagram, I believe. And possibly at the hospital right now. Who knows? (laughs) At the hospital. All those zebra cakes caught up to him. Oh, but that is going to do it for us. Thank you, guys. Peace. Later. Peace.